welcome back to the Football Foundry, sponsored by Roughneck Scarves. This is our first episode of 2021. I'm your host, James. I'm joined by Matt. Hello. Hello. We have we are entering the year of the ox, Matt. Cool. You know what that means, don't you? Oh, Coxlade Chamberlain's going to have a good season? Yes. It's going to well, win us the World Cup? Season. Well, the yes. Euros. The Euros, the, I should say. The Euro winner's goal. Yeah. Maybe. Not or net. Maybe. We can only hope. We can only hope. Um, so, news-wise, I can't really keep up with what's gone on because we've obviously had Christmas and, and New Year's and, and lots of different stories here, there, everywhere. Teams have won, teams have lost, etc. Um, so I thought instead of backpedalling for news, let's just stick to current stuff. Go for it. Um, so, just going to Premier League football. And let's start off with probably the thigh rubber of the weekend. What? Chelsea against Manchester City. The Frank Lampard derby. Uh, <laughs> uh, he scored for both clubs against each club as well, hasn't he? He scored yeah. for Chelsea against City. He scored for City against Chelsea. Yeah, it's great. Something great. Like that. Isn't it? Um, but yeah, Man City won 3-1. But Early stages of the game, sort of first 10-15 minutes, Chelsea looked like they were in control and City just looked shambolic. Rodri kept giving the ball away loads. Keeper yeah. picked up a back pass. Um, they did. They had the, which, the American keeper, didn't they? Yeah, the the young guy. I can't yeah. remember. Oh, name. what is he called? Stefan? Yeah, Zach, uh, Zach Stefan. Yeah, That's yeah. That's his name. Um, but yeah, he, he looked a bit um, shaky. Yeah. I guess that's to be expected for playing for such a big club on on like year. Is it his debut? It's definitely his Premier League debut. But is definitely, it his... it's definitely his first. Yeah, it must be his Premier League debut. Like, he, I... he might he, he might have played in the crappy cow cup or something like that. But... Crappy cow. <laughs> Love that. Love that. Um, but yeah, basically, the City looked awful, and I honestly thought that Chelsea could end up nicking this and really piling pressure on Pep. You because... were wrong. Yeah. As soon as it turned. As soon as 15 minutes had passed, City had weathered Chelsea's storm. Chelsea had a couple of chances that they maybe should have taken. I mean, there's, there was even an argument for a penalty as well for mm. the the Rodri tackle on uh, Timo Werner, but no. I don't know, there wasn't much in it, but no. I've seen them given as well. Like There's there's arguments for both cases. Um, but City just basically turned into what they've been in past seasons and their clash just caused Chelsea to like self-destruct, essentially. Yeah. Um, but I don't really want to talk about City because we spend a lot of time talking about City. Um, I want to talk about Lampard because beginning of the season we said this is their chance to to challenge for the title. This is this is now or never really because they've they did really well last season considering what they got to finish top four with the kids etc. and and a squad where he couldn't invest because of the transfer ban etc now he's had 200 million like the yeah the pressure's there well yeah the lamps have definitely been turned off at Stamford Bridge it's like the players <laughs> in the dark yeah. but realistically he has brought a lot of players into the team it is going to take a while for them to all to settle I still think he needs time I still think he needs to be longer I'm not saying he needs sacking no, I'm by, def- I'm by any means 
but it's whether he can get them out of this slump or not because they've had one win in the last six games, losing four of them and drawing one. That's four points out of a possible 18. That is not the form you would want from a side that's just spent £200 million on signings. Yeah, £200 million to get you two points higher than Sheffield United. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um, No, of course not. You'd expect some sort of recouping at that by obviously getting some wins on the ta- get wind on the board and getting points on the table but mm-hmm. a lot of new players he's still working out his best line with all these players Havertz hasn't even turned up yet Vern hasn't scored in about it feels like a hundred games now yeah it's um, been a while hasn't it he started really well which is what's a shame he started really lively and he looked really good but now he'll come he'll people, come good he's, he's, he's it, I'm good. not saying he won't yeah, but people people have been saying he shouldn't be played at left he should be played through middle he got played through middle, and it, it's it's still not happening for him. Like something needs to click, and I think maybe, like you say, having someone like Havertz in form behind him could be the key. Because although Mason Mount has been good, he's not got the eye for a pass or um that extra flair that yeah. Havertz has got, which I think will really help Werner. Once Havertz gets. I'm still confident Habert will turn into the player he should be at Chelsea. He's definitely not there yet. And they've got Zayech, who's phenomenally good as well. They've got, I think definitely he needs to play in central. Well, Zayech, but behind. Yeah, yeah. yeah I would. behind Werner, instead of out wide. Where would you have Havertz? Out, out. Oh, no, I mean, whilst Havertz is out of the question at the oh, moment. Oh, right. right, he's, right. He's yeah. Still... yeah, as your main creative threat, you want Zayech to be, if Havertz yeah. isn't cooking on gas. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and have really Mount right. out wide, and then you've obviously got Pulisic out wide as well. So you would, that, you that just, works. I don't know. I think I'd go Pulisic and Hudson Odoi, just full full power flanks, speed, true yeah. skills. True. Pulisic and Hudson Odoi. True, um, but they were the thing that got me is they kept trying to whip crosses into box. And it was always coming from Ziyech's side, which is what he does. He he loves to put a ball in the box. He does. But they've got Pulisic, Mount, and Werner trying to attack it. Average height of about four foot dwarf. So it's like... <laughs> exactly. So it's just not going to work. Like, if you've got Abraham or Giroud on, go for it. Every oh, single one of them. Definitely they'll, Giroud. They'll I, don't know why. I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand why Chelsea aren't playing Giroud more at the moment. Because he's a yeah. dog guy, isn't he? Yeah. Is is literally club can't, can't get week in week out started at the moment, especially when players aren't producing. Like Werner definitely isn't. Tammy's mm-hmm. doesn't seem to be doing that much either. He scored more than Werner recently, but barely. Yeah, like Tammy's hot and cold quite a lot, I think, and I think his finishing's a bit rushed sometimes. Yeah, Whereas Giroud that. is so composed, and that that first touch finish that Giroud has got is is like he's so underrated for it. Like a ball could come into him and he could he could have his first touch as the shot and it's so composed and it's so precise and he don't get credit for that yeah. at all, I don't think. Like that, I think that's why Fran's playing, to be fair, because he's so good at holding it up and he makes the perfect runs for someone that's delivering him. They tend to have Giroud up top and Griezmann and Mbappe off him. Yeah, he's and it works. Yeah. And if you've got Giroud up top with Werner, Pulisic and Ziyech off him, Work. Damage. 
should work. But, like, I don't know. Maybe he's still experimenting with that because he has got a lot of options going forwards. So maybe he's trying to find something that clicks and maybe there's there's complications and issues and certain players might not play as well together as what you think on the outside yeah. compared to what you're seeing on the inside, etc. Um, but again, you spent 200 million, it's a lot, and it's going to take time for people to gel as well. So I guess there's a lot of that in it. Yeah. So, but what, what do you make of Lampard as a manager so far anyway? We've had him for a season and a half, give or take. I still think he's done a good job. Like last season, he's extremely well with the youthful side. I think. I think the issue is he has brought a lot of plays into this season. Brought a lot of plays in this season, I should say. Still trying yeah. to find the feet. He's still trying to work out his best team with all these players in. But if they give him time, I think he's the. I think he's still a good choice. Absolutely. And I think maybe the loyalty that Lampard showed Chelsea as a player could come into favour. Yeah. Well, I don't but think Chelsea. I don't think Chelsea even contemplate even thinking about getting rid of him at the moment. So I think. It'd be fine. But the thing that worries me is that it's Abramovich. Like he's he trigger happy sometimes. Like it's yeah. it's sometimes concerning how trigger happy he actually is because they are the top end level of Watford. They literally just rotate managers like they're a centre-back. Yeah. Like it, it's ridiculous. I've, I've never known anything like it. Um, but hopefully now, they've with Lampard, they do stick with him and they do give him the time. If in a season, season and a half or two, whatever, they're still like this, then yeah, all right, maybe it's time to, like, mutual agreement, this ain't happening, this ain't yeah. working. Like, let's, let's move it on sort of thing, which is fair. But I think sacking him whilst they're down and he's not had a chance to pull them back up yet is a bit harsh. Agreed. Uh, but Manchester City, they've had a bit of a COVID meltdown. There's been parties, COVID outbreaks, and apologies from the City camp. Crazy times. Like, obviously, they went into this match without even an out and out striker on the pitch and put three past Chelsea. So, yep. It's crazy, isn't it? Crazy. Yeah. They've still got that quality. Uh, but we'll move away anyway into Brighton against Wolves. 3-3 three, three draw. Crazy. But Dan Byrne really didn't have the game that he will have wanted to have. <laughs> no, really. An own goal and conceding the penalty for the third Wolves goal. Oof. He'll have better games. Yeah, you'd like to think so anyway. Because if they get any worse than that, I mean... <laughs> yeah. Um, but the thing I wanted to really highlight is the fight back from Brighton. Yeah, obviously, on paper, Wolves versus Brighton, you'd have fancied Wolves all day long to win that. But yeah, Brighton, Brighton did well. Looked really good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 3 1 down at break against a side like Wolves, who, fair enough, they've not, they've not even got the main striker in Jimenez, but they have got that still attacking power with Pedence, Neto, Traore was a menace as well. Yeah. They've, they've got a lot of options um, for pace as well, so they had to sort of sit deep and absorb that quite a lot. But when Brighton did get the chances, they took them. And do you know what? For a side that does tend to fight off relegation quite a bit, if games don't go their way this season, that could be like a vital component for them to have come end of season. Yeah, definitely showing the, the quality to fight and keep themselves in this league. So, yeah, if they can just keep up, point out a few more performances like they did against Wolves, obviously... 
try and concede a few lines. <laughs> Don't be trying to yeah. score teams to win like four threes and all that. But um, there's definitely something there in that team, and they should be okay. I do like the football that they play, but we were so used to seeing quite a compact Brighton side yeah. that it's 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 strange now to see them concede so many, but also score as many. Yeah, I get it's that. strange, but but I mean, if they can find a good balance with it, if Potter can get it get it going, then fair play. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Um, West Brom against Arsenal now. This sounds like I'm about to be completely sarcastic, but I'm genuinely being serious. This is a massive win for Arsenal. Like, massive. They scored goals, like nice goals as well. Kept a clean sheet, and it doesn't even matter who they were playing. Because West Brom, Fulham, whoever they were playing, they got four four goals, clean sheet, and it's a confidence-boosting performance throughout the entire thing. They played really well in this match, to be fair. Um, Tierney had a great game. Oh, his goal. Oh, yeah, so good. And Saka's goal as well. Oh, that play. Oh, that one's actually phenomenal. I forgot about yeah. that. That goal great. Like, th- these kids are carrying this Arsenal side. Yeah, I know. It's really showing up some of the more senior players in that team that these kids just come on the scene and they are play extremely well. Like, it's, it's incredible, to be fair. Like, Saka, how young he is. Tierney, how long he, young he is. And you've got even more in there. There's um, Elliot Smith Rowe as well. We've seen Spade breaking into the lineup as well. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's a bunch of others that have been in and out as well, like Willock and and players like that. Um, Martinelli as well, like Martinelli. Yeah. But I mean, when you've got someone like a Bamiang up front that's not performing up to standard, I mean, they've got options because Bamiang's usually played out on left. Yeah, and then you'd you'd have like I don't know. Lacazette or Lacazette through the middle, or even Inketier up front, like just whichever option they're using in that game. But Saka on left, I mean, strong option, <laughs> very strong option. No, um, they've definitely got the players, they've definitely got the youth players coming through as well to make this Arsenal team quite a formidable side. They just need a bit more quality and depth in that team, maybe get rid of, yeah. get rid of some of the older folks that. And is hmm. they're leaving a bad smell. Yeah, <laughs> they, they do. They do need to offload quite a lot of players. Like yeah. getting Urzel out of that club. Although we keep saying he needs to be playing, which he does. But priority for January is get Urzel out of that club. Yeah, get him sold. Get all the bad blood as much as you physically can out of that club. Bring in a bit of fresh, and just go from there. Yeah. I mean, they're talking about loading out William Saliba again. Yeah. Why? Just get him in. Yeah, just get him in there. Like Gabriel's done all right. Don't get me wrong. When he's coming and he, he don't look horrific. He's had he's had moments, but he don't look horrific. He looks like he can develop into something quite strong for him. Yeah. But Saliba's there, ready and waiting. Not played yet, or has he played? I don't think he's played in Premier League. He might have played in Cup. But, um, but get him in. Yeah. When defense is is cocking up and conceding loads of goals. Pull someone out, get him in, fresh legs, and then the other player that's been pulled out will sort of think, hold on a minute, he's taking my place here, right? That's that's my place. And then they'll actually fight for the place. Yeah. Agreed. Like and the fact that Saka and, and Tierney and Martinelli and players like that are actually challenging these these top level players, because let's be honest, although they're performing poorly, they're top level players. 
Like Aubameyang, top class. Yeah. He's just not having the best of times. Lacazette, top class, just not having it. Do you know what I mean? And if these kids are pushing players like that out of their positions, they'll be turning the reds. Even if it's the case that they had a transfer requesting because they're sick of the game time. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's that just proves that they don't want to be at the club. Yeah, I agree. So, just go for it. Be ruthless. Arteta just needs to literally just put a gun to everyone's head and just be like, listen up. <laughs> Things are changing. <laughs> um, West Brom, though. So, obviously, Big Sam is yeah. uh, taking all the Hawthorns. But um, it's... Um, I don't know. He's got the record, Annie. For never being relegated, keeping teams. And I don't know. I really don't. Yeah. So Big Sam's plan. <laughs> I don't know if you said this or not, but Big Sam's plan. So a couple of years ago, when he was at Everton, he signed a certain striker who was going to be the next best thing. Um, well, not the next best thing, should I say? Everton's saving grace, let's say, okay. in Sank Tossen. Can you remember that name, Matt? Sink Tottenham. Yeah, striker, I remember him. Yeah. Um, well, Big Sam wants him at West Brom. Yeah. I don't see him saving West Brom. He still might. <laughs> <laughs> they need defenders. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, they really need a, a solid <laughs> centre-half that's going to rally that defence together. Yeah. I mean who's who's in who's in championship these days as a quality defender? I can't even think of any off the top of my head. Um where's Alfie Mawson at these days? He'll be an alright signing. He's not still at Swansea. Or did he get signed? Oh no, yeah, I think he moved somewhere. Guy remember. He moved somewhere that came up Oh he were at Fulham it was yes. a film when they were awful defensively all the season. Yes. Um. Yeah, he, he could be all right at West Brom. Yeah. Someone like that. Someone that's got a bit of experience. Been in relegation fight before, yeah. so he knows what to expect. Has Alfie Morrison got a lot of Premier League experience? I don't know. A couple of seasons. Yeah, I suppose. But, but to be fair, though, who else is out there at the minute that's a centre-half of a level... That West Brom would be looking for, that is capable of helping in yeah. some way. Like I can't think of any off the top of my head. Craig Dawson, maybe. Oh, Craig Dawson's already at West Brom. Oh, is he at West Ham? At West Ham. Yeah. Oh. It was um, a big thing about him starting last week for West Ham. I remember that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I can't think of any centre-outs off the top of my head that uh, that would be willing to move to West Brom, especially if they're already currently in the Premier League, that has got the experience. It I mean, they can have Jagielka. Players that wouldn't be playing week in, week out for their respective Premier League size to probably want to go to West Brom now. Jared Brandwick. On the loan. Mm. Wouldn't be horrific. You're about Premier League experience. He's got about six yeah, games. Yeah, but that's all you need if you're Jared Brandway, isn't yeah, it? He's going to be he's, quality. He's that, that good. He's that good. Yeah, he is. He is. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's just going to be up to something that we keep an eye on throughout January because yeah. Big Sam has a plan 
it's just whether that plan is going to work. Um, I really hope it does because I love Big Sam. Love him. Um, And I don't want him to ruin this record that he's got and never getting relegated. It's going to be typical, isn't it? It's going to be typical. Yeah. Like, ah, it's a shame, but what can you do? He he took the job, so he must have got something in his head to be able to get out of that situation. So, we'll see. We'll see. Ever Spurs, they played Leeds and put three past them. And Harry Kane, get this, Matt, Harry Kane has scored against all 30 Premier League clubs he has played against. Efficient. That is efficiency at his best. That makes. And he can't have played them all that many a times because we've had a lot of seasons where two out of the three relegated sides go down and then... We get a fresh set. Yeah, I know, I know what you're saying. Like it's it's been quite a, a varied mix of clubs that have been coming up and down recently. Yeah. So it well, obviously there's thirty. We've had ten ten different clubs that aren't currently in the Premier League, if you get what I mean. Because yeah. he scored against thirty of them. So yeah. there you go. That is <laughs> why didn't I just think like that? Um <laughs> that is um that is crazy that though, isn't it? That he's scored against every single Premier League club that he's played against. Yeah, it's crazy. So it shows how clinical he is, and he's one of the best England strikers we've had. Well, yeah, he's definitely. Yeah, I'm not going to go stretch too he's far. He's definitely up there. He's up there. definitely up there. Up yeah, there. we'll wait till he takes up goal scoring records, and yeah. then we'll start saying that. Um, Absolutely. One thing I want to highlight about Spurs, I'm not too bothered about the game because the game is what it is. Yeah. But it's like the <laughs> this is going to be quite hard for me to explain. I think uh, the versatility in the play styles that Spurs play yeah. is, is brilliant, I think, because they can go into certain games shutting shop. Yeah. Like, play against your Man City, your Liverpools, etc. They can shut the shop if they need to. By all means, Liverpool might put three past them, but they'll, they'll make it difficult and they'll dig in or whatever. And they're capable of doing that. Yeah. We've seen it in games before where they've drawn games or they've won one nil and they've they've shut shop because they've got what they want, etc. Yeah. But then they can go into other games, like Leeds, for example. We all know Leeds play on the front foot foot. They don't rely on the defending, they rely on the goal scoring. Yeah, absolutely. And Spurs knew that and Spurs have gone out and just gone at them. But like the the ability to just chop and change that week in, week out. Right, we're going to shut shop. Right, we're going to go for it. We're going to go for it. We're going to shut shop. And for Spurs to be consistent in doing it as well, that's what I think is great. Uh, Mourinho's got these lot playing really well and efficiently and they can adapt to other, te- other teams' styles of play and the team they seem to be becoming more of a complete side rather than like a one-dimensional, can we play this style of football? Yeah. Like, I mean, they are coming a real, real, real good side, this Tottenham. Mm-hmm. And Son and uh, Kane. Oh. Yeah, brilliant partnership, those two. Imagine, you'll have to sign both. If you wanted to sign one, you'd have to sign both. Perfect. It used to be Kane and Ali, to be honest, but now it's Kane and Son. Yeah, it's, it's a shame for Deli Ali, isn't it? What do you think is going to happen to Deli Ali? I, don't, I really don't know. Because that Real Madrid move surely got to be off now. The guy's <sighs> barely kicked a ball. Doesn't seem to get much of a look in, to be fair, under Mourinho, so he doesn't fancy him. Have you also seen that Bale's been banished from Real Madrid? <laughs> no. So apparently, 
I don't I don't know how. I don't know if this is 100% true or not, yeah. but I was reading the other day that Gareth Bale has been banished from Real Madrid, even though he's only on loan. Yeah. But his contract does expire at the end of the loan. Yeah. So maybe he's been banished and they're just saying, like, do whatever you want, mate. Like, you're out on loan at the minute, stay at that club, and then after that, do what you want. Yeah. So maybe that's what that means. So, I mean, we could see a permanent deal for Bale at Spurs. I think they'd tech him. Depending yeah, on his well, wage. Definitely. Yeah, I think they'd tech him. Like they, they've always struggled for winger options in like depth for wingers, haven't they? Yeah. But they seem to be in the right place at I the minute. Mean, Son, Bergvine, Lamella, Bale, uh, Lucas Moura. Yeah. yeah. Like they've got a lot of lot of quality options there. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't raise any eyebrows at any one of them starting. No, no, no. They could definitely start any of those players and he'd be like, oh, he's not weakened the side by technically playing that player. Yeah. You think that he's setting up for a different style of match or different against a different team that plays in a certain way or why he might have put more ahead of Bergwijn or something like that. But no, definitely not weakening the side playing 100%. any of those combinations. And I think that's what Jose is trying to get at that now. He's trying to get to a point where he's got the competition to keep people on the tours, which is yeah. what he didn't get at Man United, I think. Yeah. I get that. He didn't he didn't get that option to be able to bring someone off and bring someone of the same quality on. He had to dig deep and and drop the quality at best of times, especially Absolutely. when people were injured. Uh, but speaking of Manchester United, they beat Aston Villa two one, which is huge for Man United because it means they go level on points with Liverpool at the top of the table. Joint top in it, United. Joint top. It is indeed. Ah, United indeed. at top of the leagues. Sounds familiar. Sounds good, that. United being top of the league. <laughs> just like in League Oh, two. go on then. Go on then. You say your piece. I know I know you want to. That's all right. I'm just saying Carl United at the top of the league too. Just saying. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Oh, it's good, isn't it? It's good. At least yeah. one of us teams is performing well. Do you know what's funny? Always one of our teams performs well. It's just a shame that for the last three seasons it's been Sheffield United. <laughs> <laughs> we had to get our time in the sunshine, mate. We had to have a little bit yeah. of a match. Well, I mean, this is this the fourth season we've been doing this now? It is, isn't it? God, feels like a lifetime, but four seasons. Oh my god, yeah, we're coming up to four years. We started oh. in 2017. Oh god, yeah, man, wow. four years. Jesus, we'll have to do some something special then. I think. Um, where were we even at? What about oh, Sheffield? Man United. Man United, yeah. yeah. Chef United later, don't worry. Um, the resurgence within this Man United squad has been remarkable for yes. Oli. Because although we do laugh and joke about Oli and Man United, etc., yada, 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 mm-hmm. they have had some decent results, haven't they, to be fair? Yeah. Beating teams all around them, Southampton, Leicester, um, Aston Villa as well, they're in and around. Um yeah. Like they've they've had some good results and considering that poor start that they had, it's a brilliant turnaround. Yeah, they've done brilliant, mate. They are doing really well. It, was, it wasn't like a couple of months ago people were getting Ollie out, get Potchin. Obviously that can't yeah. happen anymore. Oh yeah, he's at PSG now, isn't he? Signed the PSG after they got rid of uh, Tuchel. But um yeah, joint top of the league with Liverpool. So I don't think any Man United fan would have turned their nose down at that at the start at the turn of the year, so they'll be happy. No. Be rubbing their hands together. Man yeah, United man. are back, says Rio. Well, we'll let's see. not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> um, Newcastle, Leicester. I want to talk about Leicester. Okay. I want to talk about Leicester. Are Leicester 
being taken seriously. And are they even considered in this title challenge? I don't know. Um, where they are? Where are they are even in the league? Third. Are they close? The point off. They played a I game believe. more. Um, they should definitely be considered. Considered in it. I don't think anyone would be saying, "Oh, Leicester will win the league," but they're definitely in the mix. Yeah. Um, I want to. I want to run this past you because a lot of obviously your traditional big six sides have pressure and expectation put on them. Like, let's say Chelsea, for example. They've got that expectancy to finish in the top four and even challenge for the league now that they've spent X amount of money. Yeah. Um, Leicester haven't got that. Leicester haven't got the pressure that the current top six have got. Mm -hmm. And the football that Leicester actually play and the players that they possess is genuinely incredible. Yeah. Yuri Tillemans, Vardy, Madison Barnes, Johnny Evans, Soyuncu... List keeps going on, but each one of those players that I've just listed there could fit in in any of the traditional top six sides easily. Yeah, yeah. Would Johnny I, Evans I, go back? To, would Would he fit back in Man United's side, Johnny Evans? Yeah, he probably would. Soyuncu would as well. Same as same at Spurs. I reckon Evans or Soyuncu. I'm not saying this is gonna happen. Don't get me wrong. I'm saying they'd boost that squad. Um, Soyuncu probably going to any of the sides at the minute because he's quite a, a reliable, decent centre half. Um, you got Harvey Barnes, young upcoming player, scoring a bit of goals now. Could again be a rotational player, maybe. At one yeah, of I'd say rotational a push for some. Like, yeah. I can't see Harvey Barnes stepping straight into the city side. Oh, oh no, yeah, of course, no, yeah. Oh, oh. Um, you've got James Madison. Probably would challenge be- quite a lot of. He'd, be, for he'd definitely be a rotation player for Man City and Liverpool. He wouldn't be a guaranteed start week in, week out. It'd be rotation. But for you likes of Man United, Chelsea, Spurs, Arsenal, it'd be a starter. Yeah, definitely Arsenal. 100% yeah. Arsenal. Man United probably a push, yeah. Chelsea have got squad players, though, similar. True, yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. Jamie Vardy, again, yeah. he'd slot in any of them teams. Even City and Liverpool, I think he oh, could Oh, City rival. definitely at the moment would take yeah. Vardy. 100% yeah. City would. Firmino's come back into a bit of form, but I mean, having Jamie Vardy in your ranks as well, yeah. they're not going to turn that down, are they? And Yuri Tielman's again, for me, a certainty. Quality player. Yeah. Like, the, the players... That, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, indeed, yeah. I forgot even to put him in the list. Um, but that's my point, though. There's there's more alongside that list than yeah. what I've mentioned there. That they have got players that are capable of playing at that level and that those sort of clubs would look to take as well. 100%. So I, ge- I genuinely think that, that they can challenge for this title and that they could actually go toe-to-toe to some of the bigger teams. Yeah, on their day, they, they'll they'll beat probably any other team in this league. It's just how many times they'll have their day and yeah. consistency within this team. Yeah, that, but, that is one thing. At the moment, there's quite a few teams that have a game in hand of them that can catch them and overtake them. So at the moment, I think if it was points, for example, if lockdown was to happen, leagues finish, like average point per game system, Leicester wouldn't finish third. Yeah, but they've got the quality, the potential in that side to push on 100%. Yeah, 100%. And I do love a bit of Brendan Rodgers as well. So yeah. I may be being biased, but who cares? <laughs> um, quick mention of Andy Carroll. It was his first Premier League goal in two years. Yeah. 
and his first Newcastle goal in over 10 years. <laughs> it's crazy, that, isn't it? it 10 is. years ago, December 2010, it was, that he last scored for Newcastle. It don't feel that long ago, does it? No, it doesn't feel that long ago either. Like, that's <laughs> gone really quick. That when, when I heard that, it was 2010. I was like, I'm sure it was like 2014. <laughs> <laughs> like it generally don't feel that long ago, but apparently it was. <laughs> apparently it was. Um, and also a quick mention as well, Carl Darlow for for Newcastle. He's been brilliant so far. Yeah, he has been like, good. Is Debravka injured, or is he? Is Darlow literally I'm, just I'm keeping him out? has got injured. I'm guessing. Like, I'm not saying Darlow's a bad keeper, but. Dubravka's a quality keeper as well. I mean, if if Darlow's form is keeping Dubravka out of this side and it's not injury or or COVID or anything like that, for yeah. example, then fair play. Like he's he's doing all right. I mean, I've heard of a few people saying he, he needs an England call up, but mm. I I don't know um, because there's a lot of players that deserve an England call up at the minute, and it's too too much chopping and changing, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's already still an argument currently for the number one spot. I mean, maybe drop Dean Henderson out of it and bring Carl Darlow into it, but I don't think he'd yeah. play. Like, but I'd, I'd begin to just let him have an involvement in the squad, but yeah. definitely not challenge for that number one shirt, no. I don't think. No, no. A bit too soon for stuff like that. Absolutely. Um, Everton against West Ham. Thomas Suchek, Matt. Let's talk about mm-hmm. Thomas Suchek, because not only is he a very, very, very polite and well-mannered man during interviews. <laughs> he is a breath of fresh air for West Ham. How yeah. vital is he? Literally, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about how how much of a difference he's made from midfield without actually being a headline player. He's no, been like, he's midfield, He's chipped in with about five goals this season, I believe, so far. Yeah. He's gone under the radar and he's pretty much one of the first names that should be on um, David Moyes' team sheet at West Ham. And, yeah, he's, he's been a really integral part of the team. Yeah, definitely. And and do you know what? He's, it's something West Ham have lacked for quite a few years now. Yeah. Goals from elsewhere. Yeah. Like, where, where realistically have they been relying on goals recently, like, last few years? Always been the, t- the man up top. Exactly. And now they're getting goals from elsewhere. And that's what West Ham have been needing. For games like this, where it, it's tight and... And you're battling against the sides like Everton, for example, who are fighting for a similar sort of place, whether it's Europa or or even maybe Champions League. You never even know. Um, but they're in a similar sort of area in that table at the yeah. minute. So for someone to step up in a game like this takes quite a lot. And Suchet was the man to do it. He must have won West Ham quite a lot of points this season alone. Yeah. You'd think, Def- yeah, well, yeah, must have, must have. Yeah, because well, I mean, he's just got three there, <laughs> so, um, and I think that's it for football this week. Uh, obviously, Burnley, Fulham got postponed because of COVID. Was yeah, it? It was. Um, Liverpool play Southampton tonight, and I believe that is everything. Um, nothing else to talk about at all. We are done. We are done, so no more football. That is it. Apart from Crystal Palace against Shitfield United. Um, 
I really don't want to talk about it. Don't make me do it. Yeah. Oh, Eze's goal was quality. Yeah, it was quality. <coughs> That's it. Yeah, okay, cool. That's all I've got. I mean, let's bring on the cup. We've got the cup this weekend. Let's 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 get a win in that. <laughs> Bristol Rovers. Hey, that's a tough game for you. Mm, anything's a tough game for us at the minute, mate. I definitely um, Rovers. Well, all I'm hoping is let's get a win in the cup. Let's have a couple of confidence boosting performances, and then let's take that into the league. Who's your first Please game back? God. After, who's your first game back after Bristol? I Rovers? actually don't know. She's watching Liverpool, and he's like, oh, confidence God. gone. I think it's Man United, you know. I genuinely do. <laughs> Let me have a nosey. So we got. Um, oh, it's, I can't. I can't see that far on my app. Um, because of FA Cup coming up, but I, I'm sure we've got Man United coming up because we are the first team to play against Man United at Old Trafford in 2021. I believe it is. Oh, okay. I think. Yeah. Not sure. Oh no, Villa did, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Man United were home against Villa, weren't they? Yeah, on New Year's Day was yeah. it? Yeah, because that was Friday night, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, right. I don't know then. I know we've got Man United coming up at some point anyway. Um, but yeah, hopefully we can get a good result in cup. Uh, but that's it. I don't want to talk about anything else to do with shitfield or shiters anymore because <laughs> it hurts now. It really does. I mean, it hurts. Yeah, my, my prediction of having at least five points by the end of the year has not gone well at all. So... Five points this season? <laughs> Probably not. Probably Ooh. not. <laughs> it's it's hard now because we've played pretty much everyone, and it's hard to see where the wins are actually going to come from. Yep. So. I was hoping that when we got round to these fixtures and other teams were getting tired and and we were we were okay <laughs> that maybe maybe we'd pick something up but we didn't even get a point I mean the games have been really close but nah it's yeah. just not I've, I've come to terms with it now championship club yep well to be fair we're a league one club I'm just going to stick no, that no, no 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 don't be too harsh on yourself mate you're, no I'm not you're, you're, a mid, you're a mid to bottom half championship club don't be I'm tough. being real I'm being realistic because half the players that are still currently in that team were with us whilst we're in League One. So that's what we are. Okay. And then when everyone when anyone comes up and says you're bottom of Premier League, at least we're in it, pal. Is that just saying the Chef Weds fans or yeah. the to a easily the best type I, in the Do you know what I can't fault Leeds? If if a Leeds fan comes up to me and says Chef United a shit, I'll be like, fair play. <sighs> Cheers. I'll take that one, mate. Because <laughs> Leeds are doing all right. I can't yeah. fault them. And that's a lot for a Sheffield United fan to say. So. But if a Rotherham fan comes up to me, I'll punch him in the face and I'll say, listen, at least we can get there, pal. And that's that. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. <laughs> so, Dad, if you're listening... <laughs> oh, I'm going to move us on anyway to the next section Go of the show. Should I stay or should I go? It's back. It's back. It's it's been a little while. I think the last time we did it was the last international break, potentially. Um, 
So we're a bit behind. We've got two players currently in the squad. And for those who don't know what it is, if you're new to listening to us or you just simply don't know what it is, that's fine. I'll explain it. So this is Should I Stay or Should I Go? This is where myself, myself, I've gone all Irish or something. Uh, this is where myself and Matt pick English players that have been playing well recently to go into a vote on social media. It'll have to be Twitter because Facebook don't do polls anymore. They're idiots. Um, in which you, the listener, votes for your one to go into our Should I Stay or Should I Go squad, which is for the upcoming Euro 2020-2021 tournament. We don't know what it is uh, because of COVID and that. Um, So at the moment in the squad, we've got James Ward-Prowse and Jack Grelish. Oh, it's that. It is indeed. Um, <clears throat> but because we are so far behind on actually picking players, we're gonna throw two in each. Okay. We've got one like sort of definite that's gonna be in it regardless, and then one each that's that's sort of a pick of his own, his own personal choice for someone that's been performing well. Yeah. So let's get our certainties out of the way. I've just gone straight up with Harry Kane. Yeah, and I've gone with Calvert Lewin. No arguments at all for either of them. They're yep. they're gonna be in it regardless, let's be honest. Be. Um so now we've gone we've got our own personal picks for players that we think have played well. Um I've gone John Stones because he's really turned a corner in that city team. Yeah, he does seem to be playing he's he's definitely stepped up from obviously he did have quite a bad run and he's he was out of the team for a bit. Now he's stepped back in, but yeah, he seems <clears> to be doing all right so far, so I could go along with that. Go along with yeah. that. I, I do I do like a bit of John Stones, yeah. like especially the love that we had for him in the World Cup. Um, but yeah, I'd like to see John Stones back in the England shirt. Yeah. Who have you gone for, Matt? Aaron Wan-Bissaka. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Player. So he is. Right to play centre back. He could do centre back role, I think, or the right I side. Yeah, that's that's what I want. I genuinely think he would be an ever-present in an England squad if he was a centre-back. Yep, but he's in a very tough position with Trent. Then for some yeah. reason, he's ahead of him still. But... Yeah. It's not good, is it? Yeah. Like, we've got Walker, we've got Trippier, who's banned from football for six months, is it? Is he? Yeah, he'd been betting, hadn't he? He's been a naughty boy. Oh, I didn't even know. So much I know. Yeah, this this came, this came out like before Christmas, I think it was, or just after Christmas, <laughs> around that time. Yes, that. Um, he's, obviously, he's obviously put a put a cheeky couple of bets on a summer, but he's been banned from anything to do with football for oh. X amount of time. I can't remember how long it is. Six months could be too long. Yeah, I can't remember. Give us some tips for better the week. <laughs> Hopefully. Um so yeah, we've now got in the squad James Rob Prowse, Jack Grealish, John Stones, Harry Kane, Aruan Bissaka, and Calvert Lewin. We will come back to this next week. We're going to pick a player each to go up against each other for a vote, and That's we'll good. do it a bit more regular because we need to get some players in to pad it out a bit. Otherwise, we're not going to have a full squad by the time the Euros come round. So, <laughs> yeah. so we need to get a few a few players in That's before we start. Right against each other but yeah. next week we'll do it we'll do a little uh little competition see who's see who's worthy of a place sounds good mate keep your ears peeled i was about to say eyes peeled, but keep your ears. Peeled. 
appealed for that. Um, so the last bit of the show is to just simply tell everyone, Matt, what our bet of the week is and why we have picked it. Double check if I found what it was now. We have gone for tonight's match, which is Southampton versus Liverpool. We have gone for Marnie to get two or plus two or more shots on target, and Danny Ings to get one or more shots on target. It returns at a rate of five to one to a pound on returns five quid. But what did you put on it, Matt? I accidentally put a fiver on. <laughs> the, the reaction that I got from it before recording. Oh shit! <laughs> it, it was great. Uh, well, I know, but you count in Sky, but you've got to put the number <laughs> five into deposit. But I didn't realise yeah. I must have put five pound stake as my deposit, like sort of thing, and it went like downhill from that. <laughs> so we are only playing for the pound. If if it does come in, Matt keeps the the yep. the other winnings. So we would have six pounds, yeah. would we? Six, yeah, but yeah, one pound five to one six quid including stake. Yeah, it's not five, it's three pounds. Apologies. Yeah, sweet. Um, yeah, we we'd have six pounds of it. So if it does win, we'd put six pounds on next week. Yes. For those who don't know how it works, we start with a pound. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling yeah. you, halfway through the season, we're still on a pound. Don't worry, <laughs> we not not got that yeah. good. <laughs> Two pound once, so we did. Yeah, we did actually. Yeah, um, lofty times at the top. Yeah. <laughs> um. We're like Spurs, aren't we? We get to the top and they just fall apart. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we start with a pound and when we win, it rolls over and rolls over and rolls over. But we put the full amount on. So if we win this six pounds next week, we'll pick another bet and put the six pound on it. So we win more and more, et cetera, et cetera. And then we get to a point where it gets really scary and we start betting with like, 50 to 100 pounds and it's like oh my god <laughs> so we don't have to worry about that. over one goal <laughs> finishes oh, nil nil oh god <laughs> yeah that would be brutal um <laughs> but yeah that's that's a better week so we, we need uh Marnie to get two shots on target and danny ings to get a shot on target i think that's quite quite likely well you say that but we'll just we'll just see me let's not count our chickens for the batched or whatever. <laughs> oh dear. Well, like the lights at Chelsea, we best turn our lamps off and go. Um, yeah. Socials. We best do the socials, aren't we? At um, um, roughneckscarf.com, footballfoundry.com, at footyfoundry, footyfoundry. Boom. There we go. Just, just, for, just for contractual reasons. Uh, Roughneckscarves. Sponsor this podcast, and you can get yourself a custom made scarf um, at uh, roughnetscarves.com, and they're the official scarves provided of the MLS, USL, and US soccer. I Boom. forget the money worth out of us, aren't they? <laughs> I what forgot. It threw me completely. Usually, I'm the one that throws you, but no, I threw myself this time. I lost, <laughs> lost where I was. Um, but okay, yeah, thank you. Yeah, cool. Oh yeah, BGN. Yeah. Go check them guys out. They're they're cool. Yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. Twitter and that. Um, yeah. But yeah. yeah um, what was I going to say? I was. Gonna, oh yeah. Um, we're in 2021 now. I just want right. to quickly thank everyone that that um, that obviously Stuck with listened to it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I forgot to say this on his on his last episode, but it was a bit before the new year, so it was a bit silly to to do all that spiel there and then. Um, but thank you to everyone that did listen to us, like, share, etc. Reviewers as well. Reviews always yeah, help. Um, 
and especially throughout lockdown as well, because we hit some seriously good numbers through lockdown. Um, we we're doing two episodes a week, and it obviously people enjoyed it. So, if we do ever get another lockdown or anything like that, and myself and Matt aren't preoccupied, eight o'clock tonight. <laughs> if if we do end up with another lockdown, we'll see what we can do to see if we can obviously um yeah, provide more episodes and more fun things. Um, one, one thing I do have to mention is in the upcoming few weeks, I will be expecting my second child. Uh, in which I will have to take a temporary. He doesn't fire blanks. He doesn't fire blanks. <laughs> it works, chaps. It works. <laughs> it works, ladies and gentlemen. It works. After years of testing, <laughs> we can confirm well, it. Yeah, it stuff, not years, but. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, I will have to take a couple of weeks off. Um, it's sort of in the middle of January, so what we're going to do is we've got a couple of cool things planned for you. We're going to do a... What was the name of the game, Matt, that we had? Right, it, it was a spin on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. So remember the rhyme of that when we say it, it's Who Wants to Be a Football Genius with No Hair? Yeah. Right. Who wants to be a yeah. Not really Who Wants to Be a Millionaire at all. <laughs> so there's going to be huge disclaimers left, right and centre on that episode, let me tell you. Um, but we're we're gonna we're gonna jazz up Football Foundry and we're gonna do a Who Wants to Be a Football Genius with No Hair because yeah. Matt is gonna take part in a Who Wants to Be a Millionaire styled football quiz. We're gonna get lifelines on it, phone the friend, ask the audience, yada yada. It's gonna be great. So if you do want to be involved in the Ask the Audience section, drop me a message on either Facebook or Twitter or whichever and we'll sort it out because it, it will be it will be quite good there's going to be a bit of planning gone into it so do let us know this is where it awkwardly goes tits up on the episode and the i go out first round <laughs> the air quotes lot of planning just doesn't exist and it just all goes wrong yeah. but... <laughs> rubbish sounds right yeah yeah so <laughs> Yeah, but that's going to be like the fillers that we're going to have. So we're going to have a normal episode next week, but then the the couple of weeks after that is going to be a couple of filler episodes. Then we'll be back for the like the deadline day sort of thing. Yeah, um, go through all that, and then into February is normal, and then we just crack on. Yeah, uh, but once again, thank you very much for everyone that listened throughout 2020. Let's yeah. make 2021 even better than the shit year we've just all been through. Yeah, man. Um, obviously providing everything at 8 o'clock this evening goes to plan <laughs> and that doesn't mean Southampton beat in Liverpool it means Boris as long Boris. as Milan gets two shots on target and Inga gets one they can if they want so, yeah, yeah I mean that, that that would also be good, good uh, but yeah, thank you very much for listening everyone yeah, thank you. and we'll be back again next week Boom.